Welcome to the Product Podcast, brought to you by Product School. Here, you'll get fresh insight from the people at the very top of the tech companies who make the products we love. Remember, you can learn product management live online. Visit productschool.com to discover our new certificate path. There, you can also join the world's largest community of PMs and network with the leaders from these podcasts at our online events. There's something happening almost every day. Welcome to building a product roadmap session. Uh, thanks to Product School uh, for the invite. Today's agenda is to talk, talk about product roadmap. And I have divided the session in two parts. In first part, we will talk about roadmap. Like what is the definition of a roadmap? Why do we need the roadmap? Who are the consumers of the roadmap? And in the second part of the presentation, we will talk about how to build product roadmap. What are some of the common components that we can include uh, in the product roadmap and some common roadmap format or templates. Uh, a bit about myself. Uh, my name is Pratham Aliwad and I'm currently working as uh, head of product for data platforms at Inmobi. Before Inmobi, I was building machine learning platform in American Express for close to six years. I started my career with Microsoft as product manager uh, for Bing Edge Air Quality Platform. I have embedded my LinkedIn profile URL in the slide. So if you have any question after the presentation is over, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. With this, we will move to the first part of the presentation where we will talk about what is a roadmap. Before we start any journey, we build a plan of the journey, starting from what is the journey, uh, when will we go, how will we go, where will we go, why are we going there, what is the cost and the investment. A journey can be a trip to a grocery store for a few hours or visiting other countries for a few weeks. We plan much ahead for both the kind of journeys, uh, what items to be bought, when we can go to the grocery store to avoid the queue, and how to go to the grocery store, either we drive our own car or take an Uber. Uh, in case of a traveling to a country, we first figured out what country or places to be visited, what is the visa process, when to visit the country off season or during peak season, how to go to the country, we can take a train, plane or road, and what is the cost of visiting the country. So any journey would require some kind of planning ahead. Product building is also a journey where you possibly start from hypothesis validation with 100 to 200 users to a scaled platform with multiple products in few years. This, this journey can be done without a plan, a plan of what to build, why to build, when to build, and how to build. A living document of that journey is called roadmap or product roadmap. Product roadmap is a guiding strategic document which explains the what and why of your product, as well as a plan for executing the journey. It is a shared source of truth that outlines the vision, direction, priorities, and progress of a product over time. As you can see on my screen, uh, Facebook has unveiled their 10-year journey of ecosystem products and technologies in effort uh, conference uh, in 2017. They have clearly articulated investment in short and long terms of ecosystem products and technologies. It is a plan of action uh, that aligns the different stakeholder 
uh, around short term and long term goals for the product or project and how they will be achieved ideally your product roadmap should convey the strategic direction of your product and it should also tie it back to the strategy for the company now after understanding uh, what is the product roadmap we'll dig deeper around why do we need product roadmap a world without product roadmap is like trying to live in a world without gravity the product manager will be all over the place reacting to whatever is immediately in front of you avoiding near misses and being pulled in multiple different direction now in this case communication for any product manager is become the most important aspect of his job especially when you are a part of a larger organization managing multiple products and for most product managers the product roadmap is number one communication tool used to illustrate the direction their product is heading in a product roadmap is a visual communication tool that aligns a company around a high level product strategy depending on type of the organization product roadmaps can include upcoming feature and technical consideration and often demonstrate how a product will evolve over time roadmaps communicate the intention of what customer and business outcomes a plan will achieve within a period of time it serves as a way to communicate the key product priorities with internal and the external stakeholders in a digestible and understandable way there is no need to get into the sprint level details or a user story level detail but the product roadmap gives a 10000 feet view of the product and key area of emphasis it's one thing to come up with super plan for the product uh, uh, even put that plan into action but without a well organized product roadmap it is difficult to communicate your plans clearly internally and externally roadmaps help create alignment and excitement around the product strategy a product roadmap is the perfect tool if you want to create product strategy literacy across your organization when your team have this fundamental understanding of what matters to the business and to the customer their internal compass for making technical decisions will be grounded in that high level plan and direction and this visibility works to the product manager's advantage from top to bottom a great product roadmap gives executives and other stakeholders complete visibility into what is happening changing or progressing within the strategy it's meant to create confidence so stakeholders can feel good about the progress that the company is making towards uh, solving the customer problem that will yield the biggest business impact roadmap roadmaps also facilitate cross functional team collaboration and clarity uh, around priorities the process of product prioritization is a complex as road mapping it requires an ongoing collaborative dialogue between teams and stakeholders having a product road map encourages teams to narrow down the focus of the problem that can be solved using available resources it gives stakeholders and team members information the areas that they need to uh, focus on to achieve the goals and the priorities road map brings visibility to all the moving pieces that help product teams coordinate their efforts pieces like scope and resource allocation the roadmap is the asset that communicates how those pieces from the strategy in a way that can be understood by each and every stakeholder product roadmap are also used to determine product positioning senior management 
marketing and product team uses product roadmap to identify gaps and opportunity uh, versus competitors in the market and using a strategic framework like Porter's five forces or SWOT analysis, team can better determine which areas of focus might make the product more competitive over time. So if I can conclude, uh, why do we need the product roadmap? Uh, because product roadmap has several ultimate goals. Describe the vision and strategy, providing a guiding document for executing the strategy, get internal stakeholders in alignment, facilitate discussion of options and scenario planning, and help communicate with the external stakeholders, including customers. Uh, once we understand uh, why do we need product roadmap, let, let's understand who are the consumer uh, of the product roadmap. So there are several different consumers uh, for the product roadmap, uh, starting with the executives. So these roadmaps emphasize how teamwork supports high-level company goals and metrics. They are often organized by month or quarter to show progress over time towards this goal and generally include less detailed about development stories and tasks. This is helpful for executive to quickly make connection and for everyone involved in the development process need to know how their activities are connecting with the overall business goals. Now, some of the tips for uh, producing an executive level product roadmap. Uh, the key to producing a successful executive level product roadmap is to anticipate and address any questions or objectives they may have. Focus on things like customer data, market data, and potential return on investment. Now, your counterpart development team. Uh, now, you can create an internal roadmap for development team as well. And these roadmaps can be created in several ways, depending on how your team likes to work. Some common versions include detail about the prioritized customer value to be delivered, target release date and milestones. Since many development teams use agile methodologies, those roadmaps are often organized by sprints and show specific pieces of work and problem areas plotted on timeline. The third stakeholder uh, is sales and marketing team. So we can create the internal roadmap for sales team as well. Well, this roadmap focus on new features and customer benefits in order to support sales conversations. The better a salesperson understand your product roadmap, the smoother the scaling process will be. It is important for your sales team uh, knows that what lies ahead so they can set the right expectation with their prospect. Now, some of the tips for producing a clear product roadmap for sales, a good sales-centric product roadmap will clearly illustrate the product benefit and future development. It doesn't need to go deeply into all the details, but should include what are the different feature coming in, what are the feature benefits of all the products, and what are the release timeline, even though there are no actual dates, but release timeline uh, would be helpful. Now, there are external customers or the end user. We can create one roadmap for them as well. Now, this roadmap should excite customers about what is coming next, make sure they are visually appealing and easy to read. They should provide a high-level generalized view of new features and prioritize problem areas to get customers interested in the future direction of the product. So these are some of the consumers of the roadmap and what different kind of roadmap we can create so they can get the right information. With this, we have finished 
the first section of the presentation and in the next section of the presentation we will focus on uh, how to actually build a roadmap now while the process uh, in my slide looks very linear but in reality there will be more iteration and the parallelization we will talk in detail about each step now first step of building any roadmap is to understand customer problems and customer problems can be identified in multiple ways depending on the kind of product you are working on points i'm describing aren't in specific order but you can decide order based on the organization and the product you are working on uh now stakeholders so first step to understand customer problems are the stakeholders now shying away from stakeholders and generating new ideas in the isolation for roadmap may lead to some fresh perspective on problems we try to solve but here we are willfully ignoring the views of the stakeholders and that won't help in the longer run so your role as a product manager is to involve your stakeholders and to ensure their concerns and requests are heard during the product strategy and roadmap creation process and if you can have a dedicated business backlog it can help facilitate the same process the next step in understanding customer problem are your own team members your team member includes not just your typical stakeholders like different heads of department but also your engineering team designers ux qa folks and often there can be nuggets of information stored within your team and uh, lots of times team wouldn't even talk about it so please encourage your team to share ideas uh, whatever they may be encourage even bad ideas or ideas that seem ridiculous the objective here is to create a culture where ideas can come from everywhere and be considered equally now third aspect of understanding customer problem is data points or the metrics now when you are innovative uh, when you are innovating on top of an existing product the best place uh, to start is by conducting an in-depth analysis of existing usage pattern of your own product in your own product there would be features which are used uh, most of the times and there would be some of the features which would have a very low usage now understanding at a high level the features which are most used will tell you where do you need to make the further investment and how will you justify it the low usage features also give insights into what might need a redesign or need to be removed altogether now you can also do the flow analysis to understand what optimization could be made to reduce friction in the current experience the next step in understanding customer problems is user interviews generally product provides solution to problems so it is always important to understand the problems that you are solving for the users and the best way i have found to really understand this pain point is through user interviews uh, seeking to understand your users motivation daily workflow existing tools how many times they use those tools uh, how many different tools do they have to finish the workflow what kind of information they have to carry from tool to tool their current frustrations and more now when you talk to your users or when you are in the user interviews the focus here is to identify the problem space rather than identifying the solution space uh support teams users are constantly reaching out to your product support team with feature suggest feature suggestions 
support requests, complaints, and more. It is always valuable to spend some time with product support team to understand if there are specific kinds of complaint coming or to aggregate the feedback of user to understand trends among the user and see if that can help understand customer problem. The last step uh, in understanding customer problem is competition. Taking a look at your competition in the same space to see what is working for them, what is the new investment areas for them, and what isn't working out for them is another great source of learning uh, for product ideas and understanding customer problems. You should use the competition product, review user forums, and read the product and industry reviews to get a good understanding of what is happening in the competition. While it is still your product, it is still your own vision, but the competition is the most important source to consider when you are looking for new ideas or to understand customer problems. Now, once you understand customer problems, next, th next step is to categorize them into themes and goals. Now, themes or themes are also called initiatives. So theme or initiatives are promised to solve problems, not to build the future. Based on customer problems you identified in previous steps, you will realize that feature requests from customers are actually involving around a single universal problem. You could be slave to those requests or step back and take a, tackle the route with a single elegant solution. Now, these, these themes would be quite broad, such as improve the new user experience, increase conversation to the pro version, deliver more value to customer segment X, or let user finish analytical workflow in the single platform. These themes are then prioritized based on how much they contribute to problem solution and business impact. Quantitative and qualitative research uh, should drive prioritization. And for example, using key metrics for engagement, retention, monetization, to identify the biggest improvement opportunities or running user tests to determine uh, where the product falls short in delivering the desired value to customers. Once you have uh, prioritized the themes, you can put them on a rough time axis. What theme should we start working on right now? What themes do we work on next? What themes we will tackle further in the future? How many of these themes you can tackle, tackle simultaneously depends on the size of the team and also the magnitude of the effort uh, involved in every theme. Once you have your themes uh, jotted down, you can attach more supporting details to the themes. And this detail help us strengthen what we are putting on our roadmap, which again could include useful information about scope and goal of the theme, like what are we doing, why are we doing it, and how does this tie back to overall uh, product and company vision. Now, the scoping process, scoping and identifying goal process for a particular theme uh, is similar to your uh, identifying the customer problem, but you will go into the next level of details with individual themes. So for example, if the theme is improve new user experience, you use quantitative and qualitative research to determine what are the biggest improvement area. And by asking questions like, where do we see the biggest user drop off? Where do new users got stuck? To identify what are the scope of this theme is going to be. And goal should then be set for the theme that measure improvement within that scope. In the new user experience example, you might set goals for number of users signing up, 
along a sign up funnel or engagement and retention goal for new user depending on the scope once you have uh, prioritized themes you would start working on uh, features or solutions and in feature development you can't be certain that an idea to address a certain problem will actually deliver the value that you expect therefore all the idea should be formulated as a hypothesis that need to be validated main aim behind working this model is to learn something even if your hypothesis is wrong now there are multiple ways where you can validate the hypothesis uh, depending on the time and resource you can decide what is the quickest or best way of validation some of the ways are customer interviews where you can actually conduct target customer interviews to show them high level solution or ux of the feature and collect their thoughts to figure out the next direction prototypes you can actually create working prototypes of the feature and show it to the end user and ask them to use it to understand if they are able to use the feature or the ab testing the final way is to implement ab testing framework to figure out what is working and what is not working so once you have uh, features and solution you will concentrate on uh, prioritization as as well as creating the execution plan now in the perfect world you are able to attack all your features and goals at once but realistically you will need to identify which areas hold the highest priority there are multiple frameworks to help with the prioritization and i have given some of the examples uh, one of the most common example is value versus complexity uh, in this model evaluates every opportunity based on its business value and its relative complexity to implement and this is a common approach and many product manager go through this on day to day basis buy a theme slash feature so often used with the internal stakeholder and customers where buy a feature slash theme is an informal activity where you ask your assign a price to a list of feature slash themes and customer allocate funds to the feature theme based on the interest and the need uh kano model a kano model focuses on customer delight and investment required think of a graph where you are trying to get the optimal customer delight for the minimal investment required or the rice method uh rice stands for reach impact confidence and efforts its simple weighted score method for qualifying and potential value of the feature project ideas and initiatives a rice score helps product manager quantify the estimated value of a feature or project ideas so they are easier to short when it is time to decide the order they should work on once you identify the prioritization technique you can divide your roadmap into yearly quarterly or the monthly planning and start the execution the final step of the roadmap which is more iterative step is execute and run now that you have an execution plan it is time to start building you shouldn't just keep uh, following the plan but on every opportunity revisit the prioritization method that you have uh, set up revisit the learnings that you have done as part of the execution process and you will realize that some of the features would might become more interesting and warrant more work than initially expected while others might turn out to be dead ends similarly you should regularly revisit the themes you work on often it will be too much overhead to constantly do that but you can it is worth uh, stepping back every planning cycle like once in a quarter and not just deciding whether to move on to the next team on to the road map 
but also if the prioritization theme on the roadmap still matches what the organization has learned since the last cycle right so this is the standard process of uh, how you can build a roadmap starting from customer problem then to identifying theme and goals then to identifying features and solution prioritizing them into an execution plan and start executing and learning and iterating over some of the features and solution again now once you build the roadmap now what are the components of any roadmap right there is a lot of advice out there about what to include in your roadmap but but in the spirit of keeping it informative enough to be useful and simple enough to be accessible i think you should primarily focus on the following three timeline features uh, goals or objectives now timeline you don't need to list specific dates on your roadmap but you do need a way to clearly outline the prioritized short term features medium term features and features you are planning in the long term and you can include examples of time like like this feature would come in q1 q2 q3 or this feature would come in march april may now actual features what features uh, uh we are releasing uh, along the timeline are also important you can categorize uh, the features based on what you are looking to communicate now features can be simply stated uh, as features that you are building or you can create the broad hierarchy of feature uh, where it starts from theme and it go down to more specific sub feature now example of high level to detail feature can be new user onboarding create user sign up flow and implementing sso or uh, high level theme can be team collaboration uh and feature can be share file between teammates and the last level of feature can be integrating with dropbox uh goals what are you looking to accomplish with your product and feature defines your goal you are not doing work for the sake of doing work you are moving the needle on your business goal or objective lets your organization know where the product is headed and this may be product specific goals or business specific goals example of goals can be improve team communication platform increase monthly active user by 5% now once we know what are the components of the roadmap let's look at some of the common roadmap template or format hmm. these are essentially hmm. these are essentially the elements that we have described above shown in different views uh and you should choose which of this views best supported the way you want to communicate and rally your organization around your product vision the first two example uh focus on how to communicate the features you are delivering and the second two examples are focus on communicating the timeline as you can see on my screen right now i have given the example of a feature driven product roadmap which is trying to communicate the features you are delivering uh the most straightforward thing you can do is to list out the features you plan on releasing however to provide more context for this feature uh you can use this feature based on the hierarchy that shows your feature in context with one another the power of this level of information is that more people across your organization can easily understand it instead of looking at a laundry list of features this views begin to tell a clear story about what you plan on delivering features are attributed to higher level themes making it clear what those feature will provide in the context of a broader plan this level of structure lends easily to often used categorization including epic stories and task 
which can be helpful if the biggest consumer of your roadmap are engineers and project managers. The second example of a roadmap is the object-driven product roadmap. The key piece of information missing in the feature-based roadmap is why. The object-driven product roadmaps ties your feature to objectives, which makes it easier for anyone to understand why each feature is being developed. When using business level objective, this offers a clear connection between your product and business strategies. Someone might ask, why are we doing feature X instead of feature Y? With other roadmaps, your answer may be tougher to answer, but with an objective driven product roadmap, you can clearly show that that feature X is directly ties to your company's business objective. The next two examples are focusing on the timeline. Uh, Time-based roadmaps focus on all the features that will be coming in each product release in general timeframe. Now, this can be helpful for teams such as marketing to organize activity around releases. Be wary about the tighter timeframes uh, as this can uh, set burdensome expectation. Consider using a timeframe that works best to communicate your plans broadly this may be monthly, quarterly, or any bucket of time you think work best for your needs. Now, next, uh, later product roadmap. Uh, for agile teams, uh, the now next later roadmap can be a great way to understand what is being worked on right now and what is coming up. This view provides detailed near-time insight into what is coming next, uh, typically features in the now slot have more detail as they are being worked on and features in the later bucket will likely be a bit uh, more high level and can reflect your long-term strategy if you set it up correctly. This can be especially helpful in more engineering focused organization when the release cycles are generally understood. Uh, while this view is great for organization that move quickly, you will want to make sure your prioritization process rigorously keeping things on track. What can happen is that things in later stay in later indefinitely, while new ideas that are disconnected from the long-term strategy make their way into the now or next buckets. So these are some of the common uh, roadmap template uh, or format. So product roadmaps are critical for your success. Creating a great product without a roadmap is like going on a road trip without a map. If you are lucky, you might eventually get to your destination. Before we close this presentation, in conclusion, product roadmaps are not the silver bullet for product success, but they are essential to ensure buying. It is a tool that product teams use to communicate internally and externally with stakeholder about the product vision and goals. It is used to give transparency and gain an understanding of key priorities for the product within a given time frame. Thanks everyone for your time. Uh, if you have any questions or if you have any follow-up, you can reach out to me uh, on my LinkedIn. I have mentioned the link of my LinkedIn uh, in About Me slide. Uh, thanks everyone for the time. Thank you for listening to the Product Podcast. If you like this episode, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. For more product insights, head over to productschool.com.